Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets, the CBS 21 weather podcast. I am meteorologist Steve Knight, and wow, hope you guys have enjoyed uh, what has been a really nice weather week. Now, it did start out on the muggy side for the first couple of days uh, of this week, but you know, Wednesday was what we like to call the transition day, and we had a cold front come through. Actually, the most rain that we saw was uh, overnight Tuesday into Wednesday, and that was a cold front coming through, and that did lower uh, the humidity by Wednesday evening. I was actually out grilling on uh, Wednesday evening, doing some grilling for the family, and uh, it was, you could just feel the northerly breeze, and you could just feel that humidity uh, starting to drop, and uh, boy, by the time we woke up Thursday morning, Big, big changes were aloft, and uh, it was just so much cooler and so much more refreshing. And, of course, podcast dropping here on this beautiful Friday as we head into Labor Day weekend, which, you know, is always looked at as, quote-unquote, the unofficial end of summer. But, boy, is summer going to come back with a – not really come back, or is summer just going to announce that it's not going anywhere anytime soon with a vengeance uh, heading into – uh, next week. It really is kind of amazing when you consider that uh, on Friday morning of this week, we had a lot of spots, a lot of the outlying areas that had actually dropped down into the 40s to start things out, to start out the day. Uh, even some mid 40s. I did see a reading out of Landisburg and Perry County that was at 44 degrees, 44 degrees on uh, September 1st. I mean, it was bona fide sweatshirt weather. Uh, first thing this morning, I know uh, a lot of districts are actually off today, but uh, those that actually do have classes uh, on the Friday heading into Labor Day weekend, I, you know, I, I was saying this morning on the air, kids need to need to head off with uh, with the sweatshirt on. They won't need it by the afternoon, but pretty remarkable considering how cool it was to start things out on Friday and then the kind of heat that's going to build in here uh, over the course of the weekend. And that really is the main weather story uh, heading into next week. Of course, it was also a very eventful week considering Idalia, Idalia becoming just a, a named storm uh, over this past weekend and uh, a real quick mover. So, you know, really, uh, you know, when I started out my shift very early on Monday morning, uh, it was quite apparent that, uh, you know, although Idalia was a relatively newly named storm, that uh, it was going to be game on for uh, for Florida. And, you know, the modeling on Monday morning from the National Hurricane Center predicted Adalia would get to a Category 3 storm. Um, but I figured uh, all along that it was going to turn out to be a Category 4 storm before all is said and done. And uh, so you know, that was kind of where what I was banking on uh, from the National Hurricane Center. I thought they were maybe slow playing it a little bit but that we would eventually get to a, a category four storm. And uh, that's exactly where it got to. Now it did weaken a little bit right before it made landfall. It went from a category four uh, down to a very strong category three storm. Um, so, but still obviously uh, slamming into the coast of Florida as a, a category, very strong category three hurricane with maximum sustained winds of uh, 130 miles per hour. And it is going to be weeks uh, until they're able to get everything back to normal in Florida. From what I could tell, uh, the city that was, or the town that was hardest hit was a town called Cedar Key, uh, which is, you know, right in what they call the elbow 
along the uh, Florida Gulf Coast. So Cedar Key got hit really, really hard and uh, devastated. And for the most part, you know, uh, in parts of that town, completely wiped out. There's a lot of drone video that's out there now that uh, is unfortunate because you can see there are people's homes that are completely uh, destroyed as a result of uh, a dahlia coming through. I mean, when I say destroyed, I mean leveled, flattened, uh, that type of thing. Um, between the water uh, rushing in and uh, the record storm surge in that part of Florida, and also you talk about 130 mile per hour winds. Obviously, that is a, a devastating and a damaging wind. So that's what Florida dealt with uh, early on Wednesday morning. Landfall. Uh, it's amazing. You know, National Hurricane Center, very, very good at what they do. Uh, they were very accurate in terms of where landfall would be in Florida and uh, very accurate uh, in terms of, uh, you know, just uh, what the wind speeds would be like and, and and what the storm surge was going to be like. And I think uh, the mere fact that there wasn't more loss of life can be directly you know, attributed to the fact that people did heed the warnings. And uh, people just got out of the way of that storm. They knew what they were dealing with and, and, and you know, made the effort to get out of the way uh, of that storm uh, before it actually made landfall and uh, caused so many issues there along the, uh, the coast of Florida. So uh, then it was up through Georgia and uh, the Carolinas, a lot of, of uh, wind damage in Georgia. Uh, there were some tornado warnings in Georgia uh, on Wednesday morning. Uh, not long after landfall, by mid-morning on uh, on Tuesday, more I should say Wednesday morning, there were already some tornado warnings that were popping up uh, in Georgia. Quick mover, uh, it was already uh, dropping heavy, heavy rain, North Carolina coast and in and around the Outer Banks by daybreak on uh, Thursday morning. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, 24 hours from landfall, it was in the Outer Banks and and whipping up the winds and and dropping some flooding rains there. So. Yeah, quite the week in terms of dealing with Edalia. Uh, Edalia, though, is going to get back out into the uh, open waters of the Atlantic and drift northbound. I am optimistic that we are done with Edalia, uh, but I think you know there is that outside chance that maybe Edalia could uh, could reform, and uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, in the Northeast, heading into next week especially early in the week, there's not going to be a whole lot going on. There's going to be a, a big dome of high pressure uh, in terms of a kicker that would really throw Idalia further out to sea, uh, much further out in the Atlantic and totally get rid of it. Don't see that coming through until later in the week. So while I think we're you know probably out of the woods here in the United States in terms of dealing with any kind of moisture from Idalia, can't totally rule it out at this point. Uh, the long-range models, as this podcast drops, really only go till about Monday or Tuesday of next week. And while it's still just sitting way out in the Atlantic, not posing a threat to land, it is likely that some fronts coming through uh, late next week. Cold fronts that will actually end our heat wave uh, will do their thing and uh, completely knock a dahlia uh, out to sea. So fingers crossed uh, on that one. Okay, now let's talk about where we're headed here moving forward because it is going to get hot around here, unseasonably hot, and I think potentially we're talking about some records being broken heading into next week. So, you know, Saturday of our Labor Day weekend, it will be warmer uh, with highs getting into the mid-80s, but the humidity is going to be pretty low, so it's still going to feel fairly comfortable for us. Sunday is the day, if you're tuning in here over the weekend, that uh, the humidity and the heat really does start to uh, ramp back up. 
Uh, high temperatures getting into the uh, low 90s on Sunday and only going upward from there. So to give you an idea, uh, Labor Day on Monday, uh, <laughs> which is September 4th this year, obviously Labor Day isn't the same date every year. So we don't have, you know, one all-time record for Labor Day, uh, but we've got obviously the all-time record for September the 4th. And uh, that record is 93 degrees. And I currently am calling for 96 on Labor Day Monday. And, uh, you know, with the humidity, we're talking about a heat index that's going to be knocking on the door of 100. We're not going to be talking about, you know, dew points that are around 70. Right now, it looks like the dew points will be in the mid-60s. So that will help a little bit in terms of the heat index, you know, not push that heat index to like 105 um, but yeah, it, it is, it is going to be unseasonably hot and Tuesday right now looks just as hot and also looks record breaking. The record on Tuesday is 94 and, uh, very likely that we get to around 96 degrees again on Tuesday, little cooler Wednesday, Thursday, like highs in the low nineties. So the records for those days are likely safe. Um, and then a cold front. And that may or may not spark some thunderstorms late next week. Uh, But as it sits right now, I think by next weekend, uh, we're at least going to be back down into the mid 80s, if not the lower 80s. Um, So hopefully just in time for next weekend and Friday night football games, uh, those temperatures will drop a little bit. Otherwise, we could be talking about some some dangerous heat uh, for Friday night football. But I think the numbers will start to fall particularly on Friday and into next week. Let's hope that timeline all holds heading into next weekend so that, you know, next weekend uh, we're not dealing with, you know, real high heat and humidity. It is still going to be, I'm thinking probably mid to low eighties next weekend, if not maybe uh, upper eighties Friday kind of give or take here, which is above average. Our average high now is 82. And uh, by next weekend, it's falling down to around 81, if not 80. Um, So yeah, unseasonably warm. Anytime you're talking about, you know, breaking heat records when it is still summertime, right? Because summer doesn't start or end, I should say, and fall doesn't officially begin until late September. So when it is still summertime, yes, we always think about uh, Labor Day as the unofficial end of summer, but uh, it's not. And uh, Mother Nature is going to provide us uh, with a reminder that She's still in charge, and it is going to be very hot and very humid uh, into early next week. The other thing we're watching is the tropics because, um, you know, one of the things we saw, uh, you know, once a disturbance uh, gets out into the Gulf, it's, you know, 95% it is going to hit land. And uh, unfortunately, oftentimes that is uh, the United States. Uh, we're talking about some record warm ocean temperatures and the Gulf itself is just steaming hot. And uh, of course that's what fuels hurricanes. So that's one of the reasons why in that short amount of time, Edalia was able to strengthen so quickly from a tropical storm to a category four major hurricane, uh, within the span of a couple of days, just feeding off low shear and feeding off extremely warm temperatures. Uh, as we sit here right now, there are four named storms uh, that are out there uh, out in the Atlantic. Uh, as of right now, none of them uh, pose a threat to land. Remember Gert? We had Gert uh, last week. Well, Gert has reformed. And uh, Gert is now, uh, n- well, I shouldn't say named once again, but has gotten back to the point where Gert is now uh, a tropical storm. 
Uh, we've got Jose. We've got Franklin. We've got Idalia. And uh, there's another one that has just come off the coast of Africa that is going to become a named storm. Just isn't there yet. Uh, so, you know, remains to be seen. But, it, you know, it, it's conceivable here that sometime within the next 24 hours, we could have five named storms uh, in the Atlantic. And uh, just goes to show you just how how warm that water is. And, and obviously, we're heading toward peak hurricane season. So uh, even heading into next week, we're going to be talking about heat wave. But obviously, we're going to have to keep a very, very watchful eye on uh, what is going on with the uh, with the tropics. If you're headed up to the Penn State game this weekend, the only thing you need to worry about weather-wise is bringing some sunscreen. Um, tailgate temperatures are going to be in the low 80s. Uh, during the afternoon, it is just going to be a spectacular day in uh, Happy Valley. Game time is at 730. Great weather. Uh, kickoff temperatures that are going to be uh, likely upper 70s. You know, the sun will not have set just yet at uh, 730, but it'll be getting closer to sunset. And then temperatures will be falling back down through the 70s during the game. And uh, boy, uh, I am not going up to Happy Valley this weekend. Uh, I wish I had a ticket because not only... You know, are they taking on West Virginia and it's the home opener? It just didn't work out for me schedule-wise. But um, <laughs> it is going to be spectacular. I mean, just great, great weather for that Penn State home opener. And, uh, you know, probably a little warm for the tailgates in the afternoon. But, you know, everybody's kind of just wearing their Penn State T-shirts and shorts. And certainly beats the alternative this time of year. Could be A, a lot hotter, or B, raining. Uh, could be dealing with the remnants of a tropical system. We've done that before in uh, early season games up at Happy Valley. So uh, dry weather, comfortable weather, just bring the sunscreen uh, along. But beyond that, enjoy uh, your holiday weekend. Going into the weekend here, it is cool. It is refreshing. We've had a little bit of a fall preview here to round out this week. But things are about to change. And uh, yeah, uh, Labor Day and Tuesday, good chances both days that we could break. Uh, not just tie, but break some all-time records. Again, the record on Monday is 93, and the record on Tuesday is 94. So we'll wait and see. It's going to be close. But as we sit here on Friday, I think we have a very good chance of breaking records in back-to-back -back days. We don't do that too often here in uh, Central PA. But enjoy your Labor Day weekend. And as always, thanks for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.